Welcome to I Am Goddess Collective Podcast, a sacred space for empowerment through modern magic, spiritual activism, and reclaiming your power. I am your host, Nixie Marie, feng shui practitioner, earth activist, and mystic here to support and inspire your journey in becoming the change you wish to see in this world. That change starts within. Join myself and fellow thought leaders, metaphysical experts, and luminaries each week as we explore practical and magical ways to living in your highest alignment. Your journey as an empowered goddess begins here. Let's dive in. Hello, lovely queens, goddesses, and soul sisters. I hope you're having another amazing day filled with gratitude, appreciation, and so much magic. I have a very juicy episode that I'm going to be sharing with you today. Juicy is definitely the word. We go deep into a conversation around women's pleasure and sexuality. I have on a soul sister, Sabrina Vedette, and she is the founder of Sacred Lotus Yoni Steam and is currently actually earning her Peristeam Hydrotherapist Certification from the Peristeam Hydrotherapy Institute. She's very honored to be able to share some of these ancient wisdom teachings with women in very sacred ritual. She really supports women reveal how to unlock the codes of our feminine intuition and restore health and balance with the herbal medicine practices of yoni steaming. Sabrina is also a yoni egg crystal guide and initiates women in the feminine arts of pleasure, passion, and purpose. So it is with so much gratitude that we talked about these uh, these elements today because right now there's so much happening in the, the, the woman space. And it is so important that we actually are able to tune into our feminine core. The magic of who we are lies in this woman yoni space. And as Sabrina will say, the yoni-verse. So this episode, we just go so deep into all of that. And it's an honor to really have this this conversation. I personally, as you all know, I've been really working with and navigating through chronic UTIs and we talked about how that was how that was how uh, sacred yoni, yoni steam sacred lotus yoni it's quite a quite a mouthful sacred lotus yoni actually was birthed through Sabrina's chronic UTIs. So you'll learn a lot about that. So for any women out there who are I mean this is like real magic to me. This is like the mystical side of our feminine essence that lights me up in what we're talking about here on the podcast. So it is it is very exciting to me that this is where we are. This is sort of what we're exploring. And I think it's it's no longer got to be seen as woo-woo or taboo or too out there to be playing with ourselves and to knowing that pleasure is our purpose. And we as women really get to and are given this opportunity now to explore our bodies, to embrace our bodies and to love our bodies. And Sabrina really, I mean, this conversation we have is all about that. So I'm excited for you guys to dive in. And I mean, before we do, I just want to remind you guys, we officially have our Patreon page, which is up on our website, or you can go to our Instagram page, I Am Goddess Collective Podcast, and type in, uh, go into the link in bio section, and you will find our Patreon page. So as I've mentioned, I'm calling in support to really bring more conversations like this to the podcast to be able to expand this into a collective women's mystery school so that we can all learn from the women out there who have been experts in their craft and really harnessing what it is that they're here to share. And I am just very grateful for anyone who has been supporting this show from day one. If you haven't left a rating and review on Apple Podcast, please do so. This this allows for us to grow and expand our our words, our vision, our voices out into the world and reach more women who are calling in this medicine. So thank you all so much for being on this journey with me. As always, it's a pleasure. And if you guys are interested in diving deeper into that with me, 
sign up for the Goddess Life membership. We've got so much good juicy things in there in store. We do weekly meditations. You get workshops and you get uh, love from me. We get full moon ritual time. It's just a juicy place for sisterhood and healing. And it's only $22 a month. So head on over to IamGoddessCollective.com and check it out. We would love to invite you into our sacred coven. And uh, without further ado, let's get into this conversation. I can't I can't have you guys wait any longer. It is so good. And uh, Sabrina is such a delight. So enjoy and I'll see you on the other side. Hello, Divine Sisters. Welcome back to this magical podcast. Yet again, I'm sitting here with a soul sister to bring forth a divine conversation around all the things that we love to explore. I've got the dear Sabrina Vedette. Did I say that right? I'm always asking people like, did I say that? Words are like, not words, but people's names, like last names. Um, so anyways, enough of my ramblings about how I can't pronunciate people's last names. Um, Sabrina is actually the founder of Sacred Lotus Yoni Steam. You guys might have heard of her before. Um, I've done actually a workshop with her at my place in Topanga once before. So I feel very intimate with your work. And it's it was probably, you know, about time to get you on the podcast. I'm, I'm happy that the time is now and uh, welcome to the show. Thanks, Nixie. You know, I've been following you as well and listening to your podcast for a while. And every episode that you have is so enriching. Mm. And it is an honor for me to contribute to the value you are offering to the feminine collective. Oh, thank you so much. And thank you for listening. I Mm. often, you know, I'm just speaking behind the mic and I'm like, is this message getting out? And it's clear, it's getting out, but it's always good to to receive that and to know that um, you know, we're what we're doing here is is being felt. So thank you. <laughs> yes, we are receiving. As we all should and get to. And uh speaking of receiving, um, you work a lot with Yoni eggs. So I'm gonna ask you what I usually ask all of my guests when we first get started. Um, what crystals are you currently working with and why? But particularly in the yoni egg realm? Mm, Such a potent question. I have a rainbow chakra collection of yoni eggs. Amazing. (laughs) (laughs) Because this is both my personal healing practice as well as a healing practice that I take on with clients. And I don't ever want to um, initiate a client into a practice that I don't have a personal taste of first. However, my favorite crystal to use is the amethyst. And the reason behind this is because amethyst is a crystal that transmutes all energy into love. So literally, people are coming at you with their negative experiences and vibrations, and you just have this force field of love around you, just beaming love, and they just can't hang in the presence. Mm. (laughs) You know, so it's just transmuting everything. And that's why it's so powerful. And that's why you may have noticed, oh, why am I drawn to amethyst? Or what's what's going on with this? Because that first, you know, vibrationary um, frequency that it sets forth is transmuting into love. It's also a crown chakra opening crystal, right? Supporting our connection to the higher realms and opening up our communication to the angel realm and ability to call in our ancestors and guides, as well as a sobriety stone. Mm -hmm. And so many of us have to deal with humans that have addictive behaviors in our lives and it's extremely draining it's a needy energy whether Mm -hmm. it's an emotional or substance or physical addiction so it supports us with that force field of literally with repelling the negative effects of the addictive behaviors and people that have addictive personalities find that they can't really hang with the amethyst Mm, interesting even if you are that person that is struggling with addiction when you're working with amethyst, it's supporting you and becoming stronger to negate those negative t- um, tendencies and to rewrite the neural pathway story that desires the addiction. And my second crystal that I have a deep, deep 
commitment with and a seven-year relation with is the obsidian yoniad crystal. And the obsidian is an extremely powerful stone, I believe the most powerful in the collection. <laughs> and she is the one to be treated with the most reverence and respect and the one that I highly recommend, whether it's buying from my site or taking a session with me or whether you desire a personal practice to get a grounding and initiation and a clear um, journey understanding of what this crystal experience is about because obsidian is going to take you on a journey. You're going to go down into the shadow realm. You're going to pull out everything that you were authentic about and inauthentic about in your life. It's all going to come to the surface. Most likely your world's going to fall apart in some kind of way, but it will come back together most beautifully in a way that you never could have expected. Mm. However, without a training or an initiation or knowledge of this, it can all feel quite disastrous and heavy, not knowing that there is a light at the end of that shadow mm. and that that's what you're moving towards. So um, I actually com completed a one-year commitment to the Yoni Egg Obsidian starting in... Um, on November 11th, 2018, which was my birthday to November 11th, 2019. And I can tell you that the world fell the fuck apart. <laughs> <laughs> and I did come out of it. <laughs> and I am right now feeling really good about my life. And it's about four months after the completion of that cycle. So... Um, that is my wow. little synopsis of my usage right now. <laughs> so I'm kind of just giggling because I don't know if you remember this, but when you came to host this workshop at my my house, I was one of the ones that was on my moon. So I didn't get to participate in the steaming. And um, I actually purchased an obsidian yoni egg from you. I don't know if you remember, but I've always been very intimidated by the obsidian stone because mm. of everything you just explained there. And mm -hmm. what I just remembered while we were, before we started uh, recording, I was like, this is such an interesting full circle how the universe presents things because I was instructed by a friend of mine. I'm going through my complete, I'm completing a healing circle of a chronic UTI inflammation that has happened since I was 15. And so one of the tools that I decided to utilize, um, which also was like a guidance from a friend, was the obsidian yoni egg. So mm -hmm. I just started working with this egg last mm -hmm. week. Now I have not been as committed as you have been daily, mm -hmm. but it is interesting how um, here we are communing mm -hmm. again. It's been well over a year and yeah, so I'm interested and a little intimidated of what that journey will bring. But it's it's you know unraveling the root of what this is coming from is what I'm what I'm really bringing to the surface now with that. So we'll see. Yeah. Well, thank you for being vulnerable and sharing that. And I do have to share that Sacred Lotus Yoni Steam was founded upon my chronic urinary tract infections. Oh, here and, we are again. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Spirit is so was, funny. <laughs> I mean, there's a reason for it all. And we're just in the divine wonder of it. Um, and I would like to share with you that, you know, I was in this space where I'm like a, um, I'm a, I'm a, I'm a vegan wearing bamboo, you know, completely non-GMO and organic and walking the earth in moxicans and, <laughs> and completely reverent to, you know, living naturally. And here I am getting chronic exactly. urinary tract infections and having to take antibiotics every other month and knowingly destroying my microbiome and destroying, yep. you know, all that in Important bacteria inside of my body, but there's no other choice because every woman out there knows that if you get a UTI, you better get yourself those antibiotics or it's going to your bladder, it's going to your kidneys and you're going to die. Right. And it's just the only way. And so that was my life. 
And um, in a beautiful synchronistic turns of history and events, my, my little sister was in school for clinical herbalism. And mm. she said, hey, you've got to try the vaginal steam. You've got to try the yoni steam. And she created a yoni steam blend for me of medicinal herbs, antibacterial, antiviral, and antimicrobial medicinal herbs to be used in yoni steam ritual in a specific way in order to combat the urinary tract infection mm. because as we know it's only an overgrowth of bacteria that's literally right there yeah. it's not deep inside our body it's right. right in the inner and outer labia and the vulva and right at the entrance of the vaginal canal and so you don't need to take an antibiotic that goes through your digestive system to disperse your entire body in order to kill everything including the yeah. UTI Right. And so the reason that mm -hmm. yoni steaming is so powerful is that when you are making this pot of herbs, what's happening is the essential and volatile oils from the plant goes into the water and then carries up into the steam because you have a cap on the pot. Now you have a very medicinal steam. When you squat over this steam, what happens is our skin organ, the, the largest organ in our body, opens up from the heat, just like when we were in a hot shower, and becomes extremely porous. So that medicinal mm. steam literally seeps right through our skin, into our bloodstream, gets carried right up into all the sensitive tissues in our universe, and literally dispels the UTI bacteria. Mm. And I have not successfully had a UTI in over four years. Wow. And that is how Sacred Lotus began because I started <laughs> co-hosting women's circles with an old girlfriend of mine in, uh, in Venice Beach. And I brought the Yoni steam to our women's circle and we steamed under the full moon and the power and the energy of the women in ritual and connecting mm. back to our lineage and the ancestors and yes. our plants and our birthright as women gathering mm. tribally to connect with Mama Gaia and connect each other's womb spaces with the energy of the moon. Women started coming to me saying, hey, I, I, have, I, I only bleed every 40 days. Hey, I have an ovarian cyst. Hey, I get yeast infections. Hey, I can't get pregnant. Can this help? And I said, I don't know, but I'm going to find out. Right. And what I found was parasitine hydrotherapy, which mm. was the medicinal um, side of the ritual of yoni steaming, which is medicinal herbs, yoni steam protocols, and uh, for the healing of womb imbalances. And that's the journey mm -hmm. I embarked on four years ago. And here we are today um, having this conversation. And I am so grateful to say that I've helped and so many women, not only with their yoni egg self-pleasure and intimacy practices, but with healing and supporting um, transitioning imbalances in the womb space. Wow. Mm -hmm. I mean... Can you just like even with the world and how it all like this, this spirit realm and how we're just called to each other. And um, what I have to say, too, is I was I was just drawn to speak on this. I've, I've been really not open and expressive for, you know, a, a period of time. But then all of a sudden they came in month after month after month. And, mm. you know, I'm I'm doing a lot and I'm like. I can't keep doing this. I've got to address the situation. And I feel like right now I keep saying this, like everything's being brought to the surface for us to really look at and heal. Mm -hmm. And it's just divine synchronicity that here we are. You know, I've, I've literally said, I'm calling out. I'm on a mission. How do, we, how do we heal this? Because what I've found just in my own personal research going through, okay, this this has to be i'm not the only person first of all addressing mm -hmm. that you know this is we are never alone we are never alone in this and recognizing <laughs> that first part of it and w diving deep into okay where can i get some information because people say demonos people say you know this and that and i've i've literally i try everything ip after sex you know you get the common um how to handle it like oh we weren't peeing after sex like how dare you it's like no actually it's bigger than that like there's there's mm -hmm. something else that's causing this recurrence and uh it's not as simple as just taking the demonos for me so mm -hmm. 
all of our bodies are different. And um, I've been dabbling in all these different ways. And your Yoni, I actually have your 13 moon blend. Mm-hmm. So I don't know if that one carries some of the, the UTI um, herbs, but... It's a very medicinal herbal blend and it does have some, um, like for example, it has lavender in it, which is antibacterial Mm -hmm. and it has, um, lemon balm in it, which also acts as an astringent. And Mm. so, you know, there are different herbs in it that can also relate. Yeah. And it's just like, okay, here we are talking about this. And I just want to bring that out because I think it's so important to follow our inner guidance system when it says, you know, speak up and mm-hmm. and ask for support and be in the receiving of another woman, another sister who's done the, the research, has done the work, has an answer, has mm-hmm. a clue, <laughs> you know, and yes. and that's why I love this. I love I love the work that you're doing. I love the work that women are doing to cultivate this new paradigm of sisterhood. And um, I was going to ask you, you know, how did you get started in this? But there's the answer. Um, So with all that, you know, your exploration into into all this and being able to support women in all these different facets. Mm -hmm. What do you think the first like the first thing that women really struggle with physically within their sexuality? What is what is something that you often hear very like recurring Mm -hmm. in that realm? The most, um, so I'm going to do two steps. One, before we get to that question and what most women come to me for Mm -hmm. is, well, one, most women come to me in their last chance of desperation, Mm. whether it has to do with an imbalance of the womb that we can heal the only steaming or whether it has to do with an imbalance in um, our sexuality, sensuality, and intimacy, which is where we bring in yoni eggs and yoni pleasure wands. And um, my deep connection to yoni eggs comes from my own experience, my own experience moving um, through a seven-year cycle of abusive relationships. And I was actually drawn to um, men that tended to be towards the abusive side from my late 20s to my mid-30s. And it had to do, you know, with, of course, issues that had to do with my father mm-hmm. and abandonment and yeah. desire for love and, you know, finding men that were very similar to him and that experience, right? Mm-hmm. Um, but, uh, you know, the most traumatizing relation that I had with a man was one in which he withheld sex as a pool of power. And what that did from sex and intimacy, Mm. intimacy, everything from imagine lying in bed with your love and lover with him fully clothed in a sweatshirt, covering his head to socks on the other side of the bed every night. Hmm to, um, you know, to withholding, you know, intimacy and sex and finding that outside of our relationship consistently and me knowing about it. Mm. So coming from a background of that, um, that really plunged my self-work into the depths of my own like hellish pain and, um, And for those that know me um, that are on this call, I do have to share that, you know, the relationship that you saw me recently in with beautiful golden love was not this relationship, okay? (laughs) It's good to clarify those things. Clearing clearing the names right now. But for those of you that know me that do know who I'm sharing with, yes, about yes. So um, Mm. I went through a really deep period of um, very low self-worth very low self-value, very low self-esteem coming from the fact of not understanding why I was not seen um, in that, uh, in a sexual um, or even in a loving way by the one that I loved. And the yoni egg was the tool that brought me, the yoni egg and the pleasure one, both were tools that brought me back into being able to feel sexual Mm. again, being able to feel intimate with myself again, and being able to release the guilt and shame that have built up inside of me for not being enough, for not being lovable, for not being 
anything that was needed or wanted. And, and so bringing back my confidence and re-exploring myself and learning how to orgasm myself with myself and re-experience pleasure again with myself so that I can once again open myself up to feel Mm -hmm. pleasure with a partner and feel worthy with a partner and feel capable to be and safe enough to be me and to be freely sexually self-expressed both with myself and with others, the yoni egg and the yoni pleasure wand, as well as the self-love ritual, the yoni steaming were my tools to come back from abuse and neglect. So with that being said, the um, most, the most what most of the women that seek me out come to me for, one is painful sex, hmm. inability to, ha- to make love without pain, even with the one that they love. Hmm. And the... Um, what is and, like, what is the usual, is there a reasoning behind that? Is it a very insist? Like what is usually the common denominator of why people are having pain during sex? It is has there one? deep emotional trauma roots, right? Okay. And even those of us that have never actually been per se violated or abused in the terms that we think of when we hear those words, it doesn't mean that your body hasn't registered trauma from your life experiences, your sexual experiences, from your mother's Mm. life and sexual experiences that were passed on to you in the womb, to experiences that you had in childhood that you made it mean something about yourself that you've perpetuated within your body, holding it there for all of these years. And when we decide that we can live our life without paying attention to ourselves below the belly button Mm. is when it starts to manifest physically. Because as women, we've been told that we cannot touch ourselves below the belly button ever. Mm. And it is shameful and fearful and that, you know, we just don't get to turn ourselves on and we don't get to experience ourselves. And that translates into physical trauma <laughs> because our body is ours and our pleasure is ours. Our pleasure is our birthright. And we um, cannot even be intimate and loving with another unless we know ourselves. It's the same experience yeah. as this. If we don't fill our own cup, are we actually really authentically giving to anybody else? If we don't have it, and we're and and we're just quote uh, you know I like to say self the selfish is the new selfless right because we must we must give to ourselves before we give to others and if we give to others without having it's a not an authentic give and it builds a relationship of resentment because we don't have it and we're giving it away and then we start saying to ourselves don't they don't they know that I don't have enough and they keep taking. Right. And it's because we, it's because they like to take Hmm. what we have because we are offering it. And who doesn't like chocolate cake? And we have no boundary and we haven't created um, any system of protection or boundary in our body. Right. And that's another thing that the yoni eggs and yoni wands really support us in doing is strengthening and clarifying our boundaries. Where is my sacred? Yes. Where is my sacred? No. What is okay with me and what isn't before it happens? Because so many of us realize our boundaries after the fact. And we're like, oh, wait, actually, I I didn't actually really want to do that. Oh, wait, I actually, now I feel violated, but it already happened. And the other person, it's really hard for them to get it because in the moment when we were just frozen, and allowing life to happen and just going with it because we don't want to disappoint anyone Mm. or we don't want to ruin the moment, you know, but meanwhile, our yoni is registering major trauma. Mm. And then after so many experiences like that, boom, sex becomes painful, right? Even if we have a partner that we love Mm. and we're super intimate with, all of us women I know have had the experience out there where we're like, 
oh, I know my boyfriend and I love each other. He wants to make love. I don't really want to make love, but I'm going to do it because we love each other. Well, our universe registers that. Mm -hmm. She registers it because she didn't say, yes, I'm open. I'm juicy. I'm ready. She wasn't given a choice. Mm. And eventually she responds by contracting and holding pain and getting tight. And that's with consensual relations. And we, meanwhile, are alone in our room, not able to experience or touch ourselves because Jesus is watching. Mm. Jesus is watching. The, you know, God is watching. God is watching us. Everybody's watching. Mm. And we can't touch ourselves. We're embarrassed. And why are we embarrassed? When we're alone in a room and there's nobody else there and our clitoris was literally put inside of our body for our own pleasure, mm. but we've been told only a man can activate us or only a partner can activate us. So we wait and we can wait forever because women, guess yeah. what? The men, they don't know our bodies. Yeah. As we know now in this time of social media, every woman's yoni verse is different. We all look different. We all feel different. Touch takes us all on a different ride. And we expect the men to just come on in there and orgasm us away. <laughs> <laughs> and we're waiting for it. And when it doesn't happen, either he wasn't good or we're disappointed or projecting or and over yeah. time we become irritable and over time we become blaming and over time we're looking outside of everywhere else. Who can mm. we blame for us not orgasming? <laughs> wow. <laughs> You've had and so, so many the tools, points there. the sacred healing tools, just bring you back around. Yeah. The only egg, the only pleasure wand, the, the yoni steam. These are our ways to get in touch with ourselves, to learn ourselves, to know ourselves, to become comfortable with ourselves so that we can trust ourselves enough to be intimate with another and release and let go and enjoy a sexual experience with another without being stressed out about what sounds we're going to make or what we're going to do or what we look like because we're comfortable with ourselves and our bodies because we've spent time with ourselves. Mm -hmm. Wow. So much to un unravel there. Um, first of all, how is all that like everything that you really just explained, how does that surface even in um, like our, our relationships with within ourselves where we can't find, let's say, for example, a woman can't even mentally think of how she can pleasure herself or and then that therefore leads to blocks and leads to UTIs. And I think that there's there's that initial kind of like, oh, I'm realizing I'm not alone in this. And then the initial, how do I even get to that point? Because I, I can already sense, you know, so many women are so afraid of even taking the first step of purchasing a yoni egg or purchasing a crystal and being alone in their room and finding intimacy. Um, I think, you know, that's the first the first part to really address and how do you, how do you really support and guide women through that process? Well, I can share this through my own experiences as I shared a little bit about my background before, you know, so mm -hmm. the first step is really when, when you have your crystal healing tool, right. Um, to sit in Oh, I like to say set the space, mm -hmm. treat yourself as sacred, light your candles, put on some music, dim the lights, be alone, <laughs> Take, choose a time if possible where you are alone so that you don't have to feel any residual anxiety for anybody else walking in in your experience, right? right? Carve out that time. And when we carve out that time to be alone and we tell our husband, hey, I, I need an hour or we, you know, whatever we do, you know, we are... Um, that's the first step. It's like when you buy the ticket to the concert and you're, you feel like you're already going because you bought the ticket. <laughs> it's like that, right? Mm -hmm. So 
carve out your time. Mm-hmm. Then when you have your time, set up your sacred space, your crystals, like ever, anything that you, you know, desire to make yourself feel comfortable. And you sit with your yoni egg crystal on your womb. And the beautiful thing about crystals is that crystals hold vibration and our emotions hold vibration, right? And so what we're doing, if we're vibrating on a frequency of trauma, right? We're sending out that frequency, right? Whether knowingly or unknowingly. And we're attracting experiences that reflect that trauma into our lives. And we just might think that life sucks, or Mm -hmm. we might just, you know, whatever conclusions that we come to it, right? And so how do we rise our vibration from from coming out of this frequency of trauma into a, a higher level frequency of love or acceptance or gratitude, right? If we can't do it on our own, we use the support of sometimes our friends, that are high vibrational friends we know who to call when we're really sad right Mm -hmm. our high vibrational friends right or we go to nature because we know that nature is high vibration and she brings us what we need or we dance because Mm. we know that that brings it into our own bodies Mm -hmm. right we all have our little tactics we know what makes us feel good right but crystals have their own vibrations and that's why they're so powerful and that's why you see that crazy crystal head at the concert holding up their big crystal and you're like what the fuck are they doing (laughs) they're programming (laughs) their crystal with the vibration of the music and they're taking that crystal home with them because they get it right and so you have your little yonia crystal let's say you have your rose quartz crystal because you really desire to bring in intimacy and sensuality and comfort and um, unconditional love into your life. And that crystal is holding that frequency. It's never going to change. So when you bring that crystal to your womb, it's kind of like a lighthouse. That mm. lighthouse is vibrating at that frequency of unconditional love. And your body's like, I want to be there. I want to be there. I want to get there. And you're because you want to heal right? That's the key, right? We want to heal. That's our intention. Our intention is to heal. So our intention wants to rise and meet the vibration of the crystal. So we program the crystal with our intention for healing or intimacy or love when it's just in our womb space. That's it. On the outside, maybe even outside of our clothes. It's all good, right? And then we take that crystal, and I have sacred initiation audios to support all of you women in this, by the way, where you can just sit and listen to me share this sacred initiation and mm. guide you through this process. Then we bring the yoni egg to our, our lotus flower gates, right? Mm. And just allow them to meet. Allow the crystal to meet the gates of your yoni verse. And allow your lotus flower petals to feel the intention of your healing and this is the space where a lot of guilt and shame will come up it will come up it will arise and you're going to see these negative Mm. old patterns so clearly the the embarrassment the guilt the shame maybe even things that people have said to you right whether it's the church or your parents or partners or yourself because we are our own worst judge right Mm. yeah and this is the time to take that time and really have gratitude for all that's coming up because this is the healing process, right? Seeing it because before it was just a, an undeterminable mess of sadness and pain and depression inside of your body. And you didn't have a, the, the actual juiciness of mm-hmm. what was causing the pain, right? Yeah. So for many mm-hmm. women, images will come up. And then you get to say, wow, I've been holding on to that for 10 motherfucking years. <sighs> that thing that that guy said to me is still in my space. And that's holding me back from experiencing pleasure. That's holding me back from realizing my true potential. Am I going to continue to allow this to run my life? Because guess what? I'm the only one who's feeling this right now. Mm. You know, the, no one else is carrying this baggage. <laughs> that's for sure. <laughs> And so we get the choice Mm. to release it and let it go. And when we make that mental decision, we can even speak it out loud. I release you. I release you. I release you, right? The power of three. And when we do that with intention, we can actually feel the memory flooding into our body. Some people get high. Some people get a rush. some, Some people don't feel anything at all. But it literally comes out of our muscle memory that we've been storing it in our muscles right into our bloodstream for it to be just flushed out of our system 
And this is an actual physical thing that happens. And this is why somatic, you know, meditation and meditation in general and breath work is so powerful. Even yoga, just move it through, Mm. get it out of the muscles, out of the brain, Mm. speak it out loud, write it in your journal, get it out of the body. Mm. Right. And then through after this process, maybe this process takes an hour, a week, a month. It all depends on how, how willing you're willing to let it go. Because you could let it go like that, or you could torture yourself for as long as you want. Right? <laughs> so when you've decided to stop torturing yourself <laughs> and you choose to let it go and you speak it out loud and you write it down and you dance it out and you do whatever it takes, then you can take that yoni egg. And when you breathe, you begin creating little, um, I like like clockwise circles where you trace your lotus flower, right? Introduce the crystal to your yoni. Ask permission. Mm for this crystal to enter because this your yoni has very rarely in your life been asked permission whether some mm. someone can come through whether it's yourself or anybody else give la- allow her to personify create an internal dialogue with yourself say hey here we are we're in it together we're mm. a team you know allow because this is where our goddess is this is where mm-hmm. you know this is where she is hiding our feminine spirit is hiding here yeah. waiting for us to recognize her and release her and allow her to come out and blossom when you see a woman walking down the street past me radiating her feminine essence and fully in her power and you say what is she doing i want to <laughs> i'm like you're drawn to her her nectar right what is she mm. doing you know what she's doing She's giving consent with her feminine essence and she is leading through her intuition and most likely 95% of the time she's orgasming frequently. Mm. Probably (laughs) for herself, yeah. (laughs) Whether with herself or with a partner, when we're radiating, it's not that we got a new face cream, girlfriends. (laughs) We are orgasming and it and that presence is known, mm. right? Mm. And we yeah. feel good about ourselves. We're not looking at ourselves in the mirror hating ourselves. We're looking at ourselves in the mirror honoring ourselves. And part of this comes with not denying our sexuality and sensuality and who we are as sensual feminine beings on this planet. Our our purpose in life is literally to Give our unconditional love and create life. And that all comes from the womb. And life doesn't have to be a baby. Life is a project, a relationship, a home, a friendship. Hmm. Right? And so when we feel comfortable enough with ourselves, we'll notice that our yoni will begin to become juicier and she will self-lubricate. And your yoni will literally sip in this crystal. She will say, I'm ready. I want you inside of me. And that is when you know that you've given consent to yourself and you've created a healthy relation with yourself. And that is how you're going to be able to express your boundaries and consent with others. Mm. Uh Oh, (laughs) (laughs) so do you suggest that, um, it, from what I'm hearing you say is generally suggesting and giving advice to really focus on creating a self-loving orgasmic practice with ourself first to understand our boundaries and then we can cons- like create that with another person whether that be a man or a woman and allow for them to also receive consent when we go to a concert we go to a concert and we sit down for a 45-minute show and there is a drummer and a guitar player and a singer and maybe a violinist and they are all jamming out together at the same time, vibing and having fun and rocking out so much, having so much fun that it's emanating out into the crowd and you're going wild dancing. In that 45-minute show, each one of those musicians spent hours and hours and hours Mm. alone in their room practicing their instrument, learning their instrument, fucking up on their instrument, 
learning how they sound with their instrument, memorizing the chords and the tunes and the songs so that after hours and hours and weeks and weeks of practicing, they can come together on stage and jam out mm. and have fun because they know their part. You don't yeah. see drummer up there playing drum and guitar. Drummer can't play drum and guitar. It's too much. Drummer's got to play drum. Guitar's got to play drum. We can't expect the other to play them and us. It's too much. They got to focus on them. We got to focus on us. Then we come together, mm. both having practice and knowing what feels good and knowing how we sound so that we can jam out and make music together. That's beautiful. What so a beautiful that vision. Question. <laughs> <laughs> that, was, that was a great visual answer to that question. I was like, oh yeah, I'm at the concert. I'm jamming out. I'm having fun. And, I'm, and I, I see it all. I mean, it's just taking it back to the simplicities of us being no longer ashamed to express this part of ourselves and live in pleasure is the more that I even get to experience with conversations with women, the more that we discuss this, the more I realize how many women <coughs> who you'd think are not ashamed of this. Deep down inside, I think that this is a collective wound. <clears throat> also Absolutely. bringing forth that it's the mother. Mm passed mm -hmm. down from our ancestors and we've got to realize and recognize that part of it too right mm -hmm. <clears throat> absolutely we have as women we've been oppressed for 500 years more you know who knows how long the patriarchy really you know has been controlling the game so yeah. it's not for us to be upset about. It's not for us to blame our parents for not bringing us up and, and letting, you know, giving us our first beautiful menstrual experience. It, it you know, it, it's not about the projection onto men. It's just the clear knowledge that we as women have been oppressed and our ancient practices and traditions have gone underground for protection. And now it's time to seek out the wisdom of our grandmothers, <laughs> seek out the wisdom of our ancestors and yes. of the feminine mm -hmm. so that we can educate ourselves and rise. And part of this goes with not blaming and dragging down mm. our men because they have to deal with one of the worst traumas, I think even worse than oppression, which is circumcision. <sighs> and really, when we can gather our compassion, because as women, we radiate compassion and unconditional love and nurturing and support, right? This is part of the DNA of who we are, right? As female identifying individuals, excuse me, okay? Mm -hmm. And when we can really grasp the trauma of circumcision, then we can begin to extend our compassion to our men, okay? So when this man was a five-day-old child, seven-day-old child, his mother, who was supposed to protect him and take care of him, gave him to someone to be mutilated against his will, with no choice in an irreversible mutilation and then was handed back to his mother. And guess what? That's the first breach of trust with the feminine. That is the first wound with the feminine and it starts right there at five days old. And then men grow up and women say, I don't know how men can rape. I don't know how men can be violent. I don't know how men can go to war. I will tell you why. Because a woman, mm gave them a way to take out the most sensitive part of their being, the most erogenous part of their being, the place where they are the most sensitive, and cut it out of their body. And so many women that if you have trouble being intimate with a man, and if you've been violated, and if you have, you know, trauma, and then you come into a relation with a man that, you know, you love or, or you're still trying to heal from that and you, that keeps coming up, you know, 
this can be a useful key to getting because men don't get the healing around that because circumcision is just what people do and it's not talked about and men can't talk about it and most men don't even know that they've registered that trauma so they're literally going through their whole lives fucking traumatized and when women if you ever feel like men are being too rough in bed or they're just ramming you or you, they're insensitive or guess what they're just trying to feel something they're just trying to feel something and get back to that place that they ancestrally know is there, but they just can't feel it because most of their nerve endings have been taken off of their body. And so when we have compassion for that and when we really can get to the heart and core of that and treat the men with sensitivity too, you will find that they will begin to open up places and spaces within themselves that they didn't even think that they could. Why? Because you are a stand for unconditional love, compassion, and nurturing. And that's really what the masculine needs in order to go out and lead his purpose-driven life and protect and provide for us. I'm just covered in chills. That is, you know, it's oftentimes like I'm left speechless on the podcast. <laughs> 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 but I am. I'm just I'm receiving a lot of the channelings and this information that you are giving because I I wanted to land. I wanted to land for everyone listening. I wanted to land for myself. I want this to be transmuted so that we can really understand that our role as a woman being compassionate is beyond even our comprehension of why it's, you know, so important. And for you to just bring that up. I mean, I quite honestly hadn't even put all that together, mm -hmm. you know, and the deeper we go into this work, the more it gets revealed. And I think right now, just seeing all that trend, like seeing just the, I mean, I went through kind of seeing the pain and the wound and the beginning of the, the man he's birthed into this world and then he's taken with, you know, away and he's got this pain. And, you know, I think this also can go into the conversation of like erectile dysfunction and then men are taught to perform and have hard, rock hard, solid cocks for forever. And if they can't feel like, you know, you just explained how are they then that's all that's all tied together you know and it just kind of mm -hmm. leads me to the realization that there's so much more work to do around this and resurfacing why this conversation is so important and the work that again you do and how can how can we as women really just show up to be not only in service to ourselves, but also the man who's who's had this this trauma that's irreversible. That's a really great question. And what I can say to that is know thyself. Mm. Right? And first, before we can have compassion for any other partner in our life, we must have compassion for ourselves. And that means Cutting out the self-limiting talk, the self-limiting beliefs, the negative self-talk, and the judging ourselves so harshly. If you're in traffic and someone cuts you off and you're like, you motherfucker, and that bothers you all day, then take a moment, think about that if that's happened to you, right? That's a reflection of the compassion that you have for yourself right? Mm -hmm. Because when someone cuts you off in traffic, you can also say, wow, they're in a rush. They really need to get somewhere. We don't know what's going on in their world. Maybe a baby's being born. Who knows, right? And we've all been the one to cut someone off in traffic too. No one's 100%, right? <laughs> but just saying, so it's like when we can live from a place of compassion, mm -hmm. Instead of being pissed off that someone cut us off, we can just actually take that on like, wow, I hope they get to where they need to go safely, mm. you know? And so we are our own harshest judges. And so what I would like to share with every single woman out here in answer to your question 
is this. Take a look at yourself in the mirror and allow whatever wants to show itself, show itself. And if it is in any way negative, you look at yourself and you just say, stop it. Just fucking stop it. Because everywhere we go, there we are. Going to live with ourselves for forever, right? And are you going to live with yourself hating on yourself forever? <laughs> or are you going to try to, you know, support yourself and your dreams and your passions and your purpose? Because you're not going to do it by putting yourself down. Mm. And it's the silliest thing. If you can just look at yourself and say, stop it. Just tell yourself to cut it out. That is the first step to leading a more compassionate and connected mm. life. It starts right here. You know, my, my brother, Jay Brave, Peace Worldwide, starts from inside, right? That's one of my yeah. mantras. Yeah. Take that on. Mm. You know, we, when, when we're walking around hating, then we are putting that vibration out. But we all hear when we're walking around in love, it's a ripple, right? The ripple goes both ways. So what ripple are we going to be? Another thing, second thing, also as just as important as stopping it, get out there and put yourself in service. Go volunteer somewhere. Go give your time to a worthy cause. Mm. Once a week, give a little bit of yourself to something that doesn't directly benefit your life. Mm. If you've ever felt anxiety, if you've ever felt like you don't have a purpose or you don't know what's going on with yourself, if you've ever felt you know, confused about why you're here, it's because you're not giving yourself in service. And when you do, your purpose and your experiences and your life is going to flourish and thrive in a way that you would have never believed possible. So go out there and find something that needs you and give yourself to it. That's what we're here to do. Mm -hmm. One of the many things. Mm -hmm. But I think at the core, the core essence of human beings is to be in service. Mm -hmm. as, as we do. Yes. Yeah. So, wow. Mm -hmm. I mean, we have gone deep, sister. Thank you. Mm -hmm. Thank you for... It is my pleasure. For, for going deep with me. I love it when uh, someone can come and deliver something that is, it's like, I just kind of, you know, I'm very visual with things and I see just like the roots of everything that were just pulled up. And here we are, you know, we're here to now tend to those roots and, and see where they all come from. And, you know, I want to invite everyone to follow you and, and figure and see where they can uh, learn about your work. Maybe some that feel very called to go deeper with this conversation mm -hmm. and uh, really explore all the things that we just talked about. I mean, I have to say, you can't do this work alone. This work is not, I mean, just at some point you'll get there, but this type of work requires support because I actually have, based on my experience, I want to share when Sabrina hosted the retreat here, the day retreat with the sisters, and uh, we were all in circle. I mean, the dance that we performed to express our story, there was just there was just this magic that was created. And for me, my biggest takeaway was remembering that when I was younger, I was so expressive and sexual with women, with mostly women at the time. And I lost a part of that because we would all like take sexy photos together when I was young and we would experiment with different masturbation tools. And that brought me back to the remembrance of women coming together and pleasuring themselves. I mean, we weren't all having a massive orgasm, just so you guys know, like painting the picture. We weren't in that space, um, but we were doing that to ourselves. And this this sister was the guide and she led us through as, as well as Ishel. She's been on the podcast early on when we like started this thing. So, um, but the, the remembrance in that was that we can't do this alone and it mm -hmm. feels safe. It feels inviting to be able to have a sisterhood and knowing, Hey, I, I got you. I've, I've, I've been through it. I know it's not easy, but I got you. Let's do this together. So mm -hmm. 
I wanted to add that too because um, it's scary. You know, this this work down there is scary, but it's it's rising. It's really coming to the surface. I don't know if some of you guys have um, tuned into the latest Goop Netflix show. Have you seen it, Sabrina? No, I have not. So I had no idea that this is what this this is going to be about. But on the third or fourth episode, uh, she brings on a women's oh. orgasm. Instru- guide and um, they go through play shops and workshops and expose pictures of women's yonis all these different photos this is on Netflix like fully exposed and they're talking about orgasm this um, older woman with her partner I don't think they're couple partners but they work together and the work that they do and they were sharing why women are so suppressed in this space and how they help support women orgasm and the fact that that was on Netflix to me was kind of mind-blowing and very exposed. I mean, it's Goop, so it's Gwen Paltrow's show. Wow. Wow. Right? Yes. Because the, <laughs> the power of the orgasm is actually the secret to our true manifestation, but that's something that we can talk about at a different time. <laughs> yeah. Well, I, 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 I got to keep you guys intrigued. Um, <laughs> yeah, I, I believe that it's the Holy Grail. Mm-hmm. And, and the elixir of life. Absolutely. Mm-hmm. Uh-huh. Yes. So... Uh, oh, please. Go. Yeah, I was going to ask you, uh, so where can everybody find you? Thank you. Yeah. Thank you for the invitation. Women, you can find me mostly on Instagram. My tag handle is Sacred Lotus Yoni Steam. You can also find me on Facebook that way, and that is also my website. Now, I'd like to share some upcoming exciting events. The daycation that I hosted with Nixie um, was called the Tantric Tenfold Dancer Yoni Scheme with my best friend and um, creative one of my creative partners, Ishelle Sandivel. You can find her on Instagram, Sandivel Dust. And um, we are co-hosting a retreat together. The name of our retreat is Adoring the Beloved Within, a Tantric Ceremonial Self-Love retreat Mm. and it is in Sayulita, Mexico. You get there from the Puerto Vallarta airport and it is April 18th to 23rd, 2020 and the retreat is currently open. It is a women-centered tantric ceremonial retreat. We will be dancing, yoni steaming, doing yoni at crystals, doing a lot of self-love tantric puja work, but we will also be having a cultural experience, going salsa dancing in the local community, going to the beach, having the option to learn how to surf. So it's really a cultural immersion as well as a self-love women's tantric retreat. That is one thing that's going on. The second thing that's going on is the children's nonprofit that I co-founded a decade ago called the Natural Leaders Foundation. We are going on a selfless service tour across Central and South America from February 2020 to June 2020. We'll be going to Costa Rica, Nicaragua, Guatemala, Honduras, and finalizing in Peru. This will be a retreat where we will be revisiting underserved communities and sharing holistic and self-love practices, yoga, breath work, women's work, um, community, permaculture, etc. So you can come on this tour with us and learn all of these things, plus get the experience of giving back to local communities and being in community yourself. And you can make a stop on any leg of that journey. And you can find out that about on the Natural Leaders Foundation website and the tour is called beautify our lives Mm. and if you desire to work with me personally you can and begin a yoni steaming regimen with medicinal herbs to support returning balance in your body everything from a challenging menstrual cycle to fertility to postpartum to menopause to infection to cysts to you name it we have herbs for that um, or if you desire to journey with me on a self-love, pleasure, intimacy journey to release your orgasm or get back in touch with yourself or an obsidian womb journey, I would also like to plug in my teacher, 
Aya, who started the Obsidian Womb Sisterhood, from where I got my grounding in the Obsidian Womb practice, then you can reach out to me through any one of my channels and we can co-create something together on your healing path. Wow, you are up to so many amazing things. Oh, thank you so, so much for coming on. Okay, I have one last amazing question for you before we say our final farewells. Yes. What does it mean to you to be a goddess? Hmm. What it means to me to be a goddess is to be in my discernment, my graceful discernment of clearly tapping into my womb and listening for her to say, uh-huh, uh-uh. When she says, uh-huh, I know in my body that this is aligned with my life purpose and path. And when she says, uh-huh, uh-uh, no matter how painful it is, I recognize that this is not meant to be part of my journey. And that is what being a goddess means to me. Mm, beautiful. Thank you so much for coming on and sharing with us that lovely, I mean, we went deep again, like I said, and just being able to um, listen to some of more deeper into your knowledge and your wisdom. Um, and hopefully we get to do this again soon. Oh, I look forward to the moment. All right, love. Well, mm -hmm. I love you all, sisters, so much. Thank you for tuning in. Please go check out Sabrina's work and all of the information to connect with her will be in the show notes. So scroll on down if you're listening to this on your iPhone or online and click on the links and dive deep with this soul sister. And if you feel called to work with her in the retreats, I first and foremost have to say they are amazing. So definitely if you have the opportunity to work with her, go for it. Um, and I love you all. I see you all. I hear you. And I will see you, feel you next week. <laughs> Bye, sisters. Aloha.